Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. Say it. 
St. Matthews, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SMBC app through your Google Play Store or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram at SMBChurchNJ or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Have a blessed day. Yes. 
Are you ready for the word? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we greet you in that name that is above every name. We praise the name of God, praise the name of Jesus, because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the alpha and he's the omega. He's the beginning and he's the ending. Praise God for Jesus. What a miracle in Jesus. He is our sin bearer. He's our sanctifier. He's our redeemer. We praise God from whom all blessings flow. And we trust that all of you had a great Thanksgiving, remaining safe and sound, enjoying your loved ones. We also pray that you would be, amen, diligent and duty-bound in trusting Jesus. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We want you to know that God is in total control of everything. And we thank God again for all of you. I want to personally thank you again for your great gifts, your monetary gifts, your cards, your words of encouragement during my 33 years here. Praise God for you. Amen. I thank God for you and for your giving spirit, for your mindset, amen, and uh, your ministry to me as pastor. I love you. I love you all. Thank you. And also, we want to ask you to remain faithful to the Lord in your giving uh, online and your giving to P.O. Box 817 Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. As during this pandemic, we are closed and 
It is the faithfulness of God's people that's keeping everything afloat. So I want to thank God for all of you, and truly God is an awesome God. This morning, we're in part two of our commitment to the faith. Next week, should the Lord's Spirit life delay is coming, we'll start our commitment to the family. Our commitment to the faith, part two, and my subject matter is a deliberate design. Now, I want you to uh, pay close attention. I have several scriptures. Um, We're going to be dealing with the work of the Holy Spirit, which is magnificent. Um, Ant colonies are excellent examples of what the body of Christ ought to be. They are functionally faithful. They are focused, and hallelujah, they finish well. They're highly complex, but they're organized, self-supervised, Lord have mercy, and amen, they are prioritized innately. That is, when we begin to look at the ant colony, and I see a lot of parallels here, hallelujah, to the body of Jesus Christ and what it ought to be. Um, The church is an organism, meaning that we are interdependent and yet independent as the Spirit of God is. We are, hallelujah, and predicated on the paraclete for our power, Amen. And 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 this body of Jesus Christ is manifested, motivated by the gospel. Amen. The calling out, we're saints by calling, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is a message of his death, burial, and resurrection, and then conviction of the Holy Spirit, which keeps us on a straight path. Amen. The principles of God, which is his word. That, that is our performance, amen, uh, uh, accountability. And then, of course, the power of the Holy Spirit that gives us sufficiency when we fall short. The doctrine of pneumatology, pneuma, which means to breathe, God breathed into Adam the breath of life. Uh, it comes from the word amen. Pneumonia, pneumatology, is that we have in us the breath of the Holy Spirit. Jesus brought about in John 16 the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. He says, it's expedient that I go away. If I go not away, he will not come. And when he is come, he will speak of me. He will glorify me. He will not speak of himself. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and he will judge the world of sin, of righteousness, and of belief because they believe not on me. He, 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 he is, he, the Holy Spirit, is a person. He's a paraclete, a partner. Amen. He's God, the Spirit. And the Spirit of God, Genesis 1-2, moved across the chasm of the deep. Amen. And brought light out of darkness. So one of the things that we we see in John 16 is the manifestation of the Spirit. And then when you get to Romans 8, we have the the law of the Spirit, which has made us free from the law of sin and death. Uh, There are six laws in Romans 7. The law of sin and death, the law of the mind, the law of the will of man, amen. And and it's the law of the Spirit in chapter 8 that frees us from all these other laws. We are free in Jesus Christ. By the law of the Spirit, when we trust Jesus, that he died for our sins, was buried and rose again, then the law of the Spirit takes over and we are free. Hallelujah. And then uh, we, we see, a, amen, 
the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12 and uh, Ephesians 4 and, and, uh, and, 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 and Romans 12, we see the gifts of the Spirit, amen, and then, watch this now, we see the ministry of the Spirit in Ephesians, the walk, the wisdom, the warfare of the believer. Wow. But it's not until we get to 2 Corinthians 4 that we really start digging into, amen, the ministry, the mandate of the Spirit. I want to I look at this whole enormity of the Spirit, his ministry, amen. He is the third person of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Blessed Holy Spirit, the triunity of God. God the Father sent the Son. The Son came, lived, died, went back to glory, and sent the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2 indwells us at Pentecost. He lives inside of us until we see Jesus. He's our down payment. He's the earnest, hallelujah, of the Spirit. And, and it is here that when we parallel the ant colony, listen, to what the body of Christ ought to be, we see three different powerful ingredients. First, in the colony, we see the unity of purpose. The unity of purpose. Now, 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 now let me stop Paul's and Park because this ant colony is unified. They all are striving for the same thing. The support, Lord, the service, and the security of the colony. There are no big eyes and little U's. There are no smart people and dumb people. There are no gifted people and ungifted people. Amen. In this ant colony, everybody understands purpose. Hallelujah. And, when, and see, when you are purpose-driven, all the other junk falls off. When your purpose is to glorify God, when your purpose is to exalt Jesus, when your purpose is to live, amen, by his principles, his paraclete, his power, their, their purpose is the good of the colony. They are unified not uniform. I was in the military. We were unified in uniform. Uniform means you all look alike. You all wear the same fatigues. You all wear the same dress suits. You, you know, you know, you're, we're not uniform. We're unified. Distinction. I ought not think like you. I ought not be like you. I ought not look like you. The uni, the, the unified or the unification of the church is inward. It is caused by the Spirit. Our purposes are not political. Our purposes is to promote Him. Our purposes is to live for Jesus. Our purposes is to establish the kingdom of God on earth. Our purposes is to walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. That that is when you look at this unified. Purpose, and I want to uh, look at this because it, it is it is really really important that we understand what our unified purpose is. It is, of course, to exalt our Christ. Now, that's that's the first thing: exalt Jesus, exalt Jesus. I was brought up in the church. I went to church every Sunday. Parents made me go, but I was not. Listen, totally unified for Jesus until I got saved. Born again, blood washed, blood bought. Name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Translated, transformed, triumphant. He is Lord, Kurios. He's Lord. Whether you feel like he's Lord or you don't feel like he's Lord. Our, 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 our unified purpose is to exalt him. Our unified purpose is... To exemplify his principles. The word. 
the word. The principles are the word of God. The promises only come when the principles are followed. That, that when you look at this exemplification of principles, and then you see, amen, the extent of our prayer life. We ought to pray for all men. Yeah, not just your little family, all men, evil and good, up and down, in and out, worldly and heavenly, and, 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 and we ought to, hallelujah, listen, exemplify grace. We ought to be giving, God loves a cheerful giver, forgiving, amen, hallelujah, that is, we give, we forgive, and we forbear one another. That, that deals with the unified purpose of the church. The church is sleep. The church is in the world. The world is in the church. The church has become a falsehood. The church has lost its vision. Without a vision, the people perish. That, that like this ant colony, everybody is unified in the good of the colony. Please see that. You and I, our brothers and sisters in Christ, we ought to be unified. We, we ought to be one, one speech. Lord, have mercy. One spirit. Yeah. One mandate of sanctification. We, we ought to be one in Christ. No separation. That's the unification of purpose. We ought to be unified in our purpose. No, we may not agree all, on all doctrine. We may not agree on, 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 on our individual uh, assessments of life. But we ought to be unified in purpose. Our purpose is Jesus. Jesus the Christ, Son of the living God, God the Son, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the ending. What God the Father is interested in is your unity of purpose. Paul gave that unity of purpose when he said in Ephesians, I mean Philippians, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. Lord have mercy, a singleness of mind. A oneness of thinking. The only reason we're living is to exalt his name. Lord, have mercy. If God wanted you in heaven, the minute you got saved, he would have snatched you. But he left us down here to proclaim, hallelujah, the glory of God manifested in his son Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. For in it, hallelujah, Paul says there's power that leads to salvation. So when the ministry of manifestation of the Spirit came, the Spirit indwelled us, the Spirit manages us, the Spirit motivates us, hallelujah. Uh, The Spirit is in charge of the church He's the superintendent of the church age. Yeah. He not only manifests, but when the rapture takes place, he's going to move out the way and let Satan come in for seven years during the tribulation period. The church will be raptured out. We'll be in glory. We'll be watching this one from the bleachers. Glorified in Jesus. That ant colony is unified in purpose. Only if the church could be on one accord. With two or three are gathered in my name, I'm in the midst. Only if the church can have the same agenda. Only if the church would forget about themselves and concentrate on him and worship him only. Hallelujah. If the church... come after him and deny themselves take up his cross and follow him only if the church was mission minded to get others saved 
only if the church, if the church was not just a building but brethren, working together for the good of the colony, we would have something down here. In Acts 2, 120 people went in the upper room and they waited on the calendar. They didn't wait on the spirit. They waited on the calendar because Pentecost, Pentecost, 50 times 10, comes after, hallelujah, Passover. 50 days after Passover is Pentecost. Jesus said, go in Jerusalem and wait, Acts chapter 1. They waited for 10 days because Jesus was with them 40 days doing miracles on earth. He said, go wait. And they were in the upper room. And on the 10th day, which was the 50th day, amen, the spirit of God came in as clothes of fire and dwelt them. And they start praising his name. They were full of power. When we are unified, we're full of power. When we think alike, we're full of power. When we speak alike, we're full of power. The moment we separate ourselves, we lose all power. We see a colony that's unified in purpose. Secondly, we see a colony that is diversified in process. Although we're unified, we are diversified. We are totally different. I, I, I find this intriguing because we are totally different in our makeup. You and I are not alike. We're totally different in our management, totally different in our approaches, totally different in how we assess things. If God wanted a bunch of robots, he would have created us that way. Paul was different from Peter. Peter was different from John. John was different from James. We, we all are diversified in our minds, diversified in our motivations, diversified even in our marriages, diversified in our management styles. We're diversified. And it is not up to you to sit back and judge somebody else's ministry outside of sin and say, well, I think they should have did it this way. No, that's not your call. That's God's call. God knew what he was doing when he called Moses. Mo Moses said, I can't do this. I stutter. He said, take your brother Aaron. He likes to talk. God knows what he was doing when he called Noah. These men were not infallible. These men had sinful uh, sinfulness in their uh, lives. God knew what he's doing when he called Abraham. God knew what he's doing when he called David and Solomon. God, God knew what he was doing when he called Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Daniel and Isaiah, he knew what he was doing. This ant colony is diversified in their process. There are working ants. Most of them are females who are sterile. Huh. There are soldier ants. They guard the colony. There are drones. There are, uh, there's one queen and three or four males that have wings. When they're looking for another colony, they get up and fly away, and then they lose their wings when they find fertile ground, and they start another colony. Two to three thousand in one colony. Interesting. They're diversified. They have different functions. We are diversified in God's grace. There are different levels of grace according to our calling. Different levels of faith according to our calling. Different levels of gifts according to our calling. 18 and 19 gifts of the Holy Spirit. Speaking gifts. Hmm. Serving gifts. Sign gifts, which we believe are no longer in, 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 in view. Amen. The sign gives, the purpose of the sign gives was to prove that Jesus was the Christ. He's gone. He's back in glory. That is, when we look at the gift 
of pastor teacher, a dual gift, the, the, gift of, the gift of teaching, the gift of exhortation, all these are speaking gifts. Ah. The gift of faith, the gift of service, diagnosis, the deacon, the, the gift of ministry. When we look at all the gift of giving, the gift, the gift, the gift, God has diversified the body of Christ with gifts. His gifts are sovereignly given. And each believer has at least one gift. One gift. There, there's a diversity, hanging it with me, of ants in the colony. There's a diversity of gifts in the body. And each gift, listen, is placed there to edify, build up the body. No one gift is better than the other gift. Lord have mercy. They are governing gifts. They are guiding gifts. They are teaching gifts. They are instructive gifts. That when we look at this diversity, amen, of process, we see God sovereignly given gifts to whom he would. That, 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 is, that is very, very interesting. Uh, our, our, our diversity in leading, in liberating, and even in loving. People don't even love the same way. Some love with words, some love with works. Some love silently. Some Amen. Love by giving, some love by submitting. You, 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 you have to understand that uh, some love quietly, some love loudly. That that is, child of God, when you understand this diversity of process. The working ant cannot tell the soldier or the drone or the queen, you need to do this. God has sovereignly given them a calling. Lord have mercy. You can have an usher in the church standing on the door with a double doctorate. The doctorate doesn't mean anything. They're serving. Hmm. Paul, when he gets to the gifts, 1 Corinthians 12, he, he deals with the hidden gifts, amen, and the outward gifts. And many times the hidden gifts are greater than the outward gifts. Your kidneys, your liver, and your heart is hidden, but you can't live without them. Your mouth and ears are outward, but you can live without them. I'm preaching up in this place. Don't think that everything you see and everything you hear is important. More important than things you don't see and don't hear. There, there is a diversity of process in the church with the Holy Spirit, with the colony of ants. What an illustration. Busy as a bee. They just work, work, work. You never see one ant stop another ant and say, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? They mind their sanctified business. And they're true to what God called them to be. My God. See, the problem with us, we want to compare everyone to us and be the judge and be the judge of what they ought to be doing when God is the judge. Peter in John 21 said to Jesus, Well, what is John going to do? He said, It's none of your business what John's going to do. If John remains till I come back, it's none, it's none of your concern. 
So even Peter and John, two of his top officials, one took his eyes off what he was supposed to do and put his eyes on what someone else was doing. My God, today. That, that is, that is, we, we notice this diversity, hallelujah, of process. Hmm. Remember years ago, we had deacons and trustees, all they did was pray. All that pastor, I'm praying. You just keep on going, I'm praying. Kept quiet, didn't hear from them. All they do was pray. What a ministry. I'm just going to pray for the man of God. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to tell him what he ought to be doing. I'm just going to pray that the Lord would center him in his will. What a ministry. Prayer warriors is an awesome ministry. Ah, why worry when you can pray? Why pray when you can worry? You just prayer. Holy Spirit prays. And it says in Romans chapter 8, he prays because we don't even know what to pray for as we are. But since he is God, the third person, and he knows the will of God, first, second person, and third person, he's praying according to the will of God. Somebody's praying for me. It's not just my roles, it's the Holy Spirit. He's in prayer that I would continue to do what God is asking me to do. What a ministry. Now, now, now stop, pause, and park because the ministry of pneumatology, the ministry of the Holy Spirit has nothing to do with you or me. That's what God is doing in spite of us. God is blessing us in spite of us. God is true to us in spite of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That I have a paraclete, I have a partner. Uh, I have a way maker, I have a star breaker who's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. Be glory, dominion, power, both now and forevermore. Amen. What a God. God essentially is asking us to do something and he's already done it. He's gone before us. We are unified in purpose, diversified in process, exemplified, hallelujah, by the product. There's an optimized product that comes out of the ant colony. They keep the colony healthy. They keep the colony going. They keep the colony safe. They keep the colony secure. You know where my work ethic came from? And I, I am a workaholic. It came from my father. I've seen him go to work every day for 10 to 12 hours, come home, tired, eat, wash, fall asleep. I learned a work ethic from a model that I had in my life. Lord have mercy. That is this optimized Produce is the end result. Peter said we are, we are kept by the power of God until the day of salvation when Jesus appears. We are kept by God. Now, now let me stop Paul's apart because I don't really believe you understand what I just said. We are kept. Meaning we would have folded up a long time ago if the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, didn't have his arms around us. We'd have went back. We'd have went in. We would have fell. We would have faltered. We would have failed if the Holy Spirit didn't hold me up. We are kept 
by the power of God. God gives us continuance. That's perseverance. He gives us character. That's what Paul's talking about in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. He said, seeing we have this ministry, we faint not. You know why we don't faint? Because we have this ministry. What is the ministry? I'm glad you had. We have this treasure hidden in earthen vessels that the power might be of God and not of us. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit on the inside, the moment I got saved, the moment Jesus came in, the moment I trusted him, the moment I believed that he died for my sins, was buried, rose again the third day with all power in his hands, the minute I believed ah, and called upon his name, the minute I believed and was connected, ah, uh, uh, I continued, I, yeah, I had... Uh huh. Integrity and character within me from Him. Now unto Him. I'm sick and tired of church folk trying to take credit for what they had nothing to do with. It's all Jesus. It's all Jesus. Somebody said, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would I be? He woke me up, He called me. He consecrated me. He convicted me. He gave me continuance and he gave me character. Seeing that we have this ministry of integrity and honesty, transparency. Hmm. He says in Corinthians chapter 4, since we have this ministry, we don't faint. We got a focal point in Jesus. He is revealed revelation of God it's only Jesus and Jesus only that keeps me going not by power not by might but by his spirit saith the Lord thou will keep him in perfect peace good title whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. So when you look at yourself, you look outward at others, you look at the, the condition of the world, God says transfer it to me. Don't trust in them. Don't trust in yourself. Trust in me and me alone. I'm the one with the power to change. I'm the reason for the channeling. I'm the reason for the conviction. Uh, uh, that that is he he says we have this treasure. I got a treasure on the inside. Now I'm trash compared to the treasure. Some Christians don't like that either. Don't call me trash. You are trash. I'm trash compared to the treasure. The treasure is the Holy Spirit. He's perfect. He's sinless. He's sovereign. Ah, he's a supplier. I have this treasure hidden, Second Corinthians 4, in earthen vessels that the power might be of God and not of us. Now, if Paul left that statement there and just left it there, we could probably understand that, but Paul goes on. Paul says, now, let's test the authenticity of the treasure. We are troubled, hallelujah, on every side. But we don't lose it. We don't get distressed, including the pandemic. We don't lose it. Ah, troubled, every side. Family trouble, marriage trouble, money trouble, mind trouble, health trouble. We don't lose it. We are troubled on every side, but not distressed, perplexed, confused but not in despair. Persecuted, we're chased by our own stuff, never caught. Cast down, but not destroyed. God keeps getting us up in the nick of time, at the right time. Hallelujah. God keeps pulling us up. We got a focal point in Jesus. We don't faint. We finish strong. 
There's character. There's continuance. That's why Paul could say, and I want you to see the picture of Paul. He's in a a Roman jail. He's deep in the jail. It's dark. It's damp. Rats are running around. The guard comes to Paul's cell and says, Nero has said you will be beheaded at 12 o'clock. Paul stands up. He doesn't whine. He doesn't cry. He doesn't poke his lips out. He said, the time (laughs) of my departure has come. It's time. It's God's time. Not my time. It's God's hour. I thought, here it is. It's the allegiance of Paul. I fought a good fight. I kept fighting. When I was down, I kept fighting. When I wanted to throw the towel in, I kept fighting. When I got discouraged, I kept fighting. I fought a good fight. Now listen to this. I finished my course. Look at a personal pronoun. I didn't finish Raymond Gordon's course. I finished my course. Everything God wanted me to do has been done. I kept the faith in Jesus. Oh, Lord. And now there's laid up for me a crown. A stephanos, a victor's crown, not a diadem. Only Jesus wears the diadem. It's a victor's crown. A crown of righteousness. I'm going to get this crown. And I'm so glad I'm coming in now that I'm going to get a crown. Because when we see Jesus, we're going to lay that crown back at his feet. Because we're going to realize that we had nothing to do with the crown. It was him that caused us to get the crown. It was him that kept us faithful. It was him that kept us focused. It was him that kept us finishing well. We're unified in purpose, diversified in process, optimized in the product. We're fruit bearers. You'll know them by their fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5. If they fall within the fruit, they're faithful. And the first fruit of the Spirit is love. Don't tell me about evangelicals. Don't tell me about believers. Uh, that. No, no, no. Love will cover a multitude of sins. Love is God's, hallelujah, first mention in all the fruit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Love. The world will know you're my disciples by the love you show to one another. Ah, show and tell. Hmm. Unified purpose. Diversified process. Optimized product. And even your low-hanging fruit. When you look at John 15, the Holy Spirit is going to Pull it up and raise it out of the dirt so you can bear more fruit. What a ministry of pneumatology. What a comparison between the colony of ants and the called church of God. Unity of purpose. When I got saved, I lost my purpose to live for myself. Lord, what will you have me to do? Unity of purpose, diversity of process. There's only one Raymond Gordon. I guess you're saying, thank God. (laughs) There's only one, and there's only one of you. Optimize product. I want to bear fruit for Jesus. I want to get souls saved for Jesus. I want to get family on the street called straight for Jesus. 
My life does not belong to me. It all belongs to him. Ah, our commitment to the faith, part two, is a deliberate design. How do you see your design this morning? Are you trying to be happy without Jesus? Are you trying to live without being led by Jesus? Are you just going along hoping things fall in place? Or do you know him? Paul said that I may know him. Ah, the power of his resurrection in the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. You no longer own yourselves. You were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. A deliberate design. Unified purpose. Diversified process. Exemplified and amen product we have a product that we want to live for Jesus and it is optimized that he get all the glory all the praise he is my peace he is my joy he is my Lord we want to hear our Lord say well done thy good and faithful servant you've been faithful over a few things come on in I'm going to make you ruler over many God bless you follow that deliberate design our connection to the faith next week connection to the family commitment to the family commitment to the family remember commitment is being entrusted something into your midst we love you have a great day and thank you again for your gifts and cards we love you in jesus have a great day praise jesus now that you understand the different facets and the most the multiplicities of god in our lives you can walk away with a better understanding that God is all wise. He is all wise, hallelujah. And we are called into a oneness of Christ. And I want you to keep that in mind. You belong to him and he belongs to you. He's your protector, provider, and promoter. Be still and know that he's God. God bless you. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. For a heart that will love him, longing for a child that will give him their all, give all he wants it all. And there's a God that walks over the earth, searching for a heart that is desperate, longing for a child that will give him their all, give all he wants it all.
Child. 